0: Hi everyone, it's Michelle from Studio City now, and today my guest is Sarah Negus from England. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me, Michelle. It's a pleasure. And I love England; it's one of my favorite countries.
1: <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's not> there. <laughs> yeah. And we have a great dinner plan. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, we were talking earlier and. Sarah's going to have dinner with a gin and tonic. And I said, I'll steak and kidney pie and I'll be over. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. Easily. So anyway, I'm reading your bio and you're a spiritual mentor, author, executive coach, guiding high level entrepreneurs,
1: all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, I'm lucky. I, you know, I, I love what I do. How did you get into this? Well, I've always been super intuitive super connected even when you know when I was a little girl I was seeing alternative realities and not understanding that not everybody else could do that obviously I learned that quite quickly when I went to school Mm -hmm. and my my life from 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 there was all about fitting into what society wanted me to fit into and particularly what my parents wanted me to fit into and high achieving Right. I'm usually, you know, if I choose to do something, I usually do it well. I have an aptitude. But what happened to me was that by the time I was thirty, I found that I would, I, I'd had a number of car crashes, and my physical body was difficult to move because I was in pain. I was depressed. I had ulcerative colitis, and I looked in the mirror actually on my thirtieth birthday. I remember it vividly, and thought, well, Sarah, the only thing that's really there is you, and what are you doing? Who are you? And I didn't know. All I knew was the layers that I'd created on top of everything I was. So I, I embarked on a journey to find out who I was. And within three weeks, as these things do when you make the decision, I was introduced to who the lady who became my my spiritual teacher. Now, along the way, I had to dismantle the life that I'd created. I had a very successful life. Um, in terms of my, my marriage, we were entrepreneurs, we had uh, uh, financial freedom, and all of that had to be dismantled as it was a uh, full success. And as I dismantled that, I rehabilitated my body, I healed my illnesses, I stopped having so much drama and crises, but I continued to explore the entrepreneurial world myself. Uh-huh. and uh, I finished a 15-year apprenticeship with my my spiritual teacher, and I went out to Peru and learned from the indigenous shamans in the Amazon, which was pivotal. 15 years? Yeah, I spent 15 years with my teacher. I did this properly. Wow. Yeah, so when, you know, I often hear people say that they're shaman, and I nod, wise and I nod, and I think, mm, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, I... I have immersed myself in this philosophy, which I believe goes beyond what we now know and how we label shaman. Mm -hmm. For me, it is somebody that has a foot here, very firmly grounded in our lives and a foot in the spiritual realms and is able to bridge the two. Shaman for me means bridge. Oh, okay. In terms of bridging your past and your future, so that you can create your a really strong foundation for who you <laughs> want to be now and explore all of that and um from there i 2015 i decided that i was still playing a little bit small and i wasn't being authentic and honest because i wasn't talking about what i believed and what i did really i was in disguise i was i was teaching pilates in my i had my own studio Um, Because Pilates was what had rehabilitated my body so I could move and I was out of pain. And I was also doing hands-on healing. So I was traveling around London, Kensington, um, doing hands-on healing for for different people. And what happened was that I fell over and broke my elbow. Oh, no. Well, because I was avoiding my truth, (laughs) I had to kind of be pushed to close all of the things that were keeping me from... Being really authentically me. So I, you know, a broken elbow means that you can't do hands-on work. You can't work physically with people. In, here in the UK, they don't cast it, so it's very painful. It and didn't... no, because it's a joint, so they allow they put it in a sling, and you have to manage. Well, uh, they don't want contractures. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: um, and the same day somebody. Uh, phoned me who'd been following me and and asked to work with me on a mentoring basis for me to help her to open up to her own intuition for a year and paid me up front so from catastrophe came security and off I went 2015 I set up fully mainly online and internationally as a spiritual mentor working specifically with entrepreneurs who wanted to overcome their own uh, subconscious programs and procrastination and saboteur patterns um, in order to live their dreams. And the rest is really history. And here I am. Yeah, incredible journey. Yes, it, it is. And you know what? Um, I'm my worst critic and I'm, I'm British, so I'm not really great at acknowledging <laughs> how much I've done and, uh, to celebrate myself and it's only when I I come on to these wonderful programs to talk about my journey that I actually think actually Sarah yes you've lived and uh, I hope it inspires other people who are going through challenge to continue to look at their own selves and be in integrity and in authenticity. Now what I've noticed I've spoken to several um,
0: spiritual healers and healing energy people and uh, spiritual mentors. Mm-hmm. The changing point I found in everyone's life was a life or death experience. Yes.
1: And you said you had broken your elbow. Okay, so <laughs> that was one thing. I had a, uh, when I was 21, I, had been, I was working in the city of London in an investment bank. Mm-hmm. It taught me many things, mainly how to uh, manage. I mean, that was in 1987. So back then, in 1987, you weren't, women weren't even allowed to wear trousers to work.
0: Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it taught me how to uh, engage with, fully with a patriarchal society and still succeed except it burned me out. And by 21, I had something called a quinsy, which is an abscess on, on your throat. And I had a near-death experience in hospital. I, I left my physical form and I found myself consciously aware of walking around the hospital. Astral projection. Yeah. And choosing to go back. Mm-hmm. I kind of brushed that away because I was still very blind and in denial. Um, but... That happened again, again I had, I got strep throat and I ignored it in 2006. Um, And again, I had this, so again, throat stuff. I had another episode that took me out of my body, but this time I was already on my uh, exploration of the spiritual nature of us. And I understood, I understood that I had the ability to move into some, an altered state of consciousness and still stay alive. And um, when, I rehab, you know, when I got better from that, the interpretations and the translations and the transformations that I was seeing became stronger. Mm. And I felt very inspired. It was a, a deep urge in me to follow that path. It, it was a calling for sure. Yeah. Now you
0: also talk about going, going to um, Peru. Yes.
1: Which I hear is a very spiritual place. Yes. It was a homecoming for me. Um, It wasn't a holiday. It was a a very challenging journey Mm -hmm. where I experienced the poverty of the people that live in Peru and the indigenous cultures who trying so hard to hold on to their 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 philosophy and their culture yet the young people want to leave they want to become westernized you know we uh my, my teacher was a peace elder for um, the united nations and peru was her one of her projects and she had we had raised money and had set up a school in one of the jungles one of the villages in the jungle uh-huh. and we, were, we were sponsoring some of the young people in university, but they never went home. So the the cultures are diminishing and the the shamans that I work with recognised me and didn't, they recognised me, remembered me somehow. And although I'm from the West and I didn't have the honour of being initiated in the jungle, I don't have an ancestral chain that links me to this wonderful way of being, um, they taught me, which for me was just so heart opening. And I've translated that information so that it is relevant for us in the Western world, because obviously we, we have different challenges. We're, the, the, West, the, the West lives, has, has its own jungle, which is usually emotional, <laughs> emotional trauma and disconnection, um, which is something that uh, the shamanic philosophy believes is the root of of all disease all all trauma all wounding mm-hmm. and i'll see that over and over again and um marrying that with our science or art the philosophy you know I, I i think the psychology is actually an art we are humans and we are an art form continually adding brushstrokes to to the wonder that we are
0: oh i like that yeah and um, see, when I think of shaman, because um, you know we have the reservations in this area mm. or in this part of well, they're all over, but we have something called the Autry Museum, which is built on burial ground. Okay. And a lot of the Native American tribes will go there, they'll give presentations. So whenever I think of shaman, I think of Native American, because mm. I've met many over at this museum. So shaman does
1: not have to be Native American. No, it doesn't. If you, um, it actually um, can be tracked back. The philosophy can be tracked back thirty thousand years. Wow! Um, and that's tracked back ethnologically and archaeologically. And in France, actually, there are shamanic paintings that are f- that are dated fifty thousand years ago in in the caves. And it was, a, it was a philosophy that united the globe. And the way of living was that the earth is our mother. Mm-hmm. The sky is our father. We are connected to everything and everyone, and we must honor it. We must honor our own truth, mm-hmm. live together in compassion and love. And our point, our meaning, is to explore ourselves ourselves. As spiritual beings through our own filters wow and you've also
0: uh, i love that that actually explains something that i've never asked and i've always wondered because i've some of the ceremonies i've been to the shaman or whoever is doing the ceremony will start with mother earth father sky mm. never knew why never asked but
1: that explains it <laughs> Well, it's the duality you see of the different energies that create the universe. And this is not gender based, but yeah. you know, it, it is, a, is about feminine traits and masculine traits and feminine energy of the void, the chaos, the the idea, the, the potential and the masculine initiate, initiating energy that motivates and creates um, safety and provides movement forwards. You know, the universe moves forwards and expands. And it's interesting that I think uh, science is proving that the universe is expanding at a a faster rate nowadays. And I Mm -hmm. think my belief here, and this is just my belief, Mm -hmm. is that because we as humans are um, exploring our consciousness more, therefore, and, and we are the universe making sense of itself. Yes. Therefore, the universe is expanding and becoming richer because of that. And, you know, we, we have immense power. Our minds are amazing things. One of the things I've also noticed, we're
0: not alone. No. <laughs> I sure mean, it's always awesome. been, we've always been told we're the only civilization in this universe, but you look at the airstrips in Egypt that were built thousands of years ago, yeah. and the technology.
1: We're absolutely not alone, and it's our our human need to feel superior so our ego can survive. You know, we need our ego. I don't want to denigrate it. We have to get up in the morning. We have to make sure that, you know, we're, we're presentable and we are motivated to to create. Um, you know, our, when ego becomes difficult, it's when it's leading, and we what we want is a is a, a cultural revolution where spiritual – truth leads and the ego supports it and you know I think that hopefully that's coming I I see things you know particularly with a pandemic and all the different things that are happening in the world there is a speeding up Mm -hmm. did the pandemic and
0: quarantine I mean was your was England locked down also yeah we were
1: we were locked down for nearly two years what effect did that have on you I liked it, I'm an introvert. It, stopped, it gave me a reason to not go and socialize with lots of people that don't understand me and don't want, I don't, I find it so tiring. But you know what's happened is that as, as I came, became, home, uh, became home, I was able to really resource myself and I'm now finding That as I go out into the world, I was just in London yesterday all day meeting all sorts of new people in the corporate world. And I had a thoroughly enjoyable time because my message is being received Mm -hmm. rather than it being diminished or denigrated. And um, I, I think that that is a direct... Uh, response to the pandemic bringing people back into themselves they got they had nothing external that they could distract themselves with and they 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 had to one deal with loss hugely which is tragic but they also had to deal with themselves and self-regulate
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that takes some doing
0: you know I loved it because the same reason I didn't have to deal with anyone yeah <laughs> I was like good my excuse to stay at home even though i did go out and work yeah but um it was weird i'd get on the freeway there'd be nobody there Mm. now i've been on the m1 actually the m5 and it's been bumper to bumper and um my friends who live in derbyshire said there was
1: nobody out we loved it there was no absolutely nobody out nobody went anywhere we, we 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 connected through zoom with our loved ones and I think the highlight of of my week was to go and pick up the groceries <laughs> from Sainsbury's From <laughs> <think> Sainsbury's yes
0: <laughs> my favorite store is Mark's and Spencer's yeah good one you know, they had everything they do yeah so um <laughs> God, you are just so fascinating. I love this. Now you've also written a book. Let's see,
1: of poems. I have. It's my second book, and um, it was a very, it was a surprise to me. Uh So I've always loved poetry. It uh, it has a way of of speaking to the soul. I find. And I've played around with a few different words and different things like that. But what happened last year is I I met somebody that um, was sending me music that he had authored, he had written and was playing guitar music. And this guitar music opened me up to this creative force. And what happened was I saw words, words were landing and I couldn't not write them down. Mm -hmm. So since August to the end of the year, 2021 to December I wrote 110 poems oh my goodness and they, 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 they actually chart a little bit of a story of this relationship that I had um, with my friend and I thought what should I do with these and, and I heard be brave Sarah publish them so what I did was I sent them out to a few soft soft targets and went what do you think <laughs> and everybody said oh my god Sarah they, these touch me mm-hmm. In all of them but certainly some of them And um, so I published it on Valentine's Day, because it is a it's about love. And um, yeah, it became a bestseller in Amazon within the first week in women's poetry. It was ahead of Maya Angelou, which is like, Oh, my God, Sarah, really. (laughs) And it was also a bestseller in spirituality ahead of Gabby Bernstein. So um, I, I feel like I did a good thing. You did. And your first book, what was that about? My first book was called Modern Day Shaman, Find a Deeper Connection to Life. And it is my story. My It's 10, ten situations in my life that I, I share unequivocally and very honestly that led me to my process. Mm-hmm. And that is coupled with shamanic journeys that I channeled and case studies. So basically, it, it tells you the, the source of my information how I got there and then it invites you to explore a journey that might help you find mm-hmm. your way and then it links you to a process that works because you know I have many clients that experience my work and have had amazing results mm-hmm. so uh, yeah and, and and that book too was an, an Amazon bestseller when it came out a year ago so wow. very, 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 very heartwarming I'm going to have to check it
0: out. And I also found one. Bright Ones? The Bright Ones. That's my poetry book. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, my notes are not in order. As I walked over to my desk, I dropped everything. <laughs> Gosh. I do that a lot.
1: Wow. So how can people reach you? They can find me um, on um, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn on uh, under Sarah Negus. And or modern day shaman, they'll find me. Um, and also on my website, which is www.saranegus.com, uh, okay. where you'll find you know an email address and you can contact me.
0: Okay, and that's S A R A H N E G U
1: S. That's right, perfect because Sarah's spelled several different ways. And yeah, no, I had the, the, the very ancient way of saying Sarah, which is the Hebrew way.
0: Well, believe it or not. Today, my day is filled with Sarah's. First you, I'm meeting my friend Sarah for lunch. I'm meeting my other friend Sarah later. So, and they're all
1: the Hebrew way spelling. Yeah, it's a great name. You know, um, yeah. I, it, 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 my, my, my parents were <laughs> were visionary, if you like, because Sarah means princess of God. Uh-huh. My, my middle name is Anne, which is means of grace. <laughs> Oh, and that's my yeah. daughter's middle name. Okay. And then negus is the Ethiopian and ancient um Egyptian word for shaman or king. Oh my goodness. You couldn't make it up, could you? No. <laughs> so you're born into doing what you do. Absolutely. I
0: thank love you. it. Well, thank you so, so much. My pleasure. A pleasure talking to you, and we should do this again in the next
1: couple of weeks. Absolutely. I'd love that. You've been so generous. Thank you for having me. Oh, and thank you. And have that gin and tonic for me. I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) Just the
0: lime. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I agree. And you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you again. You too, Michelle. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.